Hello and welcome back to the Mindset Mummy podcast to another Mum Life with Mummy My Hill episode. I'm talking quite quietly because we've just put the kids to bed so I'm hoping that they are not going to wake up. It's been one of those days where I feel like at the minute maybe my my pregnancy hormones are making me quite like emotional up and down and you know when you kind of like you can feel yourself reacting more than you normally would. So I'm trying to be mindful of that and not get too cross with the kids because I don't want to like, you know, shout at them and then feel bad for it. But Sonny in particular has just been a bit of a nightmare today. Like he's just quite naughty, like to a point where I don't remember Cece being like this. I'm sure she, I mean, she had her faults. <laughs> she was not like an easy child, but he is just really naughty at the minute. Anyway, I thought in this episode, because this happened to me today, I thought I'd talk about the whole like concept of dealing with tantrums when you're out and about, because this is something that I'm experiencing a lot at the minute with Sunny. With Cece, I mean, I feel like we remember it with rose-tinted glasses, but she was very stroppy, but I don't remember her being, like, as angry as <laughs> Sunny. And she would kind of, like, say no, but that would be it, and it wouldn't be... I mean, I don't remember her having the extreme meltdowns in public that Sunny does. Maybe she did, I don't know. Um, if any of you followed me since she was little and you remember that, please remind me of this, because in my head I'm like, oh, she was an angel. Um, for her, it was always the sass, but... Yeah, recently, Sunny has just been having like tantrum after tantrum after tantrum. And today was another classic. Um, so we went, and I this is why I have to be really mindful of what I, how I plan my day. Because obviously with Cece, she, bless her, she loves to do things all the time. If she had her way, we would literally be nonstop all day. No, no, there'd be no school, uh, sorry, no um, like housework getting done. No work on my business. It'd just be like, go, go, go. Um, and obviously I've got two kids. So obviously Sonny, I have to consider his needs as well. And he needs ideally to have two, three hours sleep a day at the minute. Um, you know, if he gets overtired, it's horrendous. And I just have to be really mindful when I plan stuff in. So today I feel like we maybe overplan the morning, but <laughs> I had in my head, he'd wake up at like half six, seven, like Sonny's quite a snoozer. And to be honest, like I feel like on his own, he'd sleep until half seven. This is where them sharing a room can be frustrating at times. And Cece's up at the moment, crack of dawn. And this morning she woke Sonny up at like quarter to six, which was just a bit early for him. So I was like, oh no, because our plan was we were going, well, we went and watched Adrian do the park run at nine in the morning and they played in the kids played in the park there. Then we went straight to the swimming pool and then the plan was we'd go home, he'd have a, get home for like quarter past 11, he'd have a sleep, both of them, and then we'd go out in the afternoon to this like flower show in town. Um, and then, yeah, so we, but by the time we got down to the pool, it was a bit later than we thought and you know how it is, it's always half an hour later than you plan. And we had a nice time in the pool, but I could tell he was just getting tired, like he was just struggling a little bit, he was being a bit clingy. So we, I, well, I was with Sunny, Adrian was was, was with Cece. So we kind of swapped because when Sunny's with me, he's a lot worse. Like he's a lot more clingy and cryy and moany. Whereas with Adrian, he just kind of gets on with it a bit more. So when he was playing with Adrian, he was okay. And I was like, all right, okay, hopefully he's going to be all right. Anyway, then when it came to getting out of the water, <laughs> we always walk them both down to, honestly, Adrian gets the right deal. We walk down to the women's changing room I take the children there and Adrian goes off in the blooming like spa and goes in the jacuzzi and stuff for like 20 minutes. Honestly, I don't know how he gets away with it. Um, so he did that. And then whenever we, at the moment, whenever we say bye to him, bear in mind, we're seeing Adrian like 10, 20 minutes after. 
Sonny just like loses it, he can't cope. And he was like, I want my daddy. And I was like trying to explain to him, daddy's going to go in there. We'll see him in a minute, it won't be long. So that's how it all started, which I understand. He wants his daddy, I get that. But then it just went on and on. So we got into the showers, like the showers are full of people. Um, Sonny is there, like butt naked, <laughs> crying, throwing himself on the floor. And, you know, I think I'm at the point now where he does it so often, I'm almost numb to it. Like, his cries, they don't really... I, I notice this, like, Adrian will be like, oh, he's crying now, like, sort him out. And I, I just block it out because I'm like, I just ignore it because if I keep reacting to it, he just carries on doing it. Um, So I was just kind of, like, ignoring him, <laughs> basically. And people... It was really funny because people were coming in the shower and I think they were like, who's is this child? Like, has been abandoned. Obviously, I was in the shower, like, opposite him. But I just wasn't. I was just like, I'm not going to get stressed by it. Because right now, I can't reason with him. He's having an absolute meltdown. And me and Cece were just... And Cece is so funny now. She's like, oh, mummy, look at him. I'm like, I know, hon. I know. We'll just we'll just carry on anyway. So I was doing his hair, like, washing her hair. Um, and then, like... One mum was in there. Um, I think she had older children actually, and she was like, "Oh, he's going for it, isn't he?" Like you know, when the other mums like tried to make you feel better, and I was like, "Oh, I know." I was like, "We get this. We get this quite a lot." Um, and then, um, and then another mum was like, "Oh," and she like, like kind of laughed with me. And then her child started screaming, and I was like, "Oh, you're making me feel so much better. Thank you." So it was nice to have like other mums around for like you know support. But to be honest, I don't really. <clears throat> I used to get when he first did it. I used to get really like a bit embarrassed and feel like people would be judging me and think, like, "Oh God, like you know, look at that child." But to be honest, I just don't care anymore. I'm like, do you know what? I know I'm a good mum. They're gonna have a tan. He's gonna have a tantrum. It's not really within my control. I just gotta ride it out, ride the wave out. And it feels quite like liberating to feel free of like pe- worry of people's judgment, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I don't really get stressed about it. I just literally like my way I deal with it now is I'm, I know that when he's in that state, I literally can't get him out of it. He's just going to do it anyway. And you kind of have to ride it out. Whereas I think before I would I would try and like stop make him stop. And I, you know, try and give him a cuddle. I try and kind of calm him down. And that just made it worse. Like he got more frustrated, he got more angry. And then it made me frustrated because obviously he wasn't responding to what I was trying to do. So I don't know whether any of you relate to this, but now I honestly find the best way, particularly when you're in public, is the most important thing when they're having a meltdown like that, I think is for you to remain calm and cool. Cause a cucumber. And I think the way to do that is to just leave them, obviously where you can see them, to get on with it. Like if they're safe, they're not going to hurt themselves, you know, like they're going to be absolutely fine. And to be honest, most of the time, Sonny, after about 10 minutes of screaming, this has happened in the shower multiple times at the pool, he'll just stop and get out of it and like be absolutely fine, get up and carry on with his shower. Today, that was not the case. He carried on, carried on screaming. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, come on. And, and I was like, you know, keeping calm in my head, I was thinking, why is he not stopped? <laughs> why is he not stopped? But I was still, I, and, I, and then I said to him, oh, do you want to cuddle? And he's like, no. I was like, right, okay, too soon, too soon. Then I said it again, and he was like, yes. So I always try and check in if it's been a little bit of, like, time of crying. Like, do you want, is he ready for a cuddle? He was at this point, so I gave him a cuddle. Then we had the drama of we had to wash his hair. And maybe I should have just left his hair, but it was so, like, full of chlorine, and it really needed to wash anyway. I was, anyway, I was like, I need to wash it. That kicked off a whole nother tantrum. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And then we basically got out of the showers. We went into the change rooms and he was screaming the whole way. And as you're walking in, everyone's like, oh, 
before and I'm just like oh I know I know so we got down sat down and then the only I think he stopped eventually when he was dressed and I said about having a snack and when he could like see the snack he basically like calmed it down and was then absolutely fine so then obviously got dressed went outside into into the soft play in the pool and everything was fine and they got home and they actually ended up sleeping for like three hours both and they're absolutely Cece as well she's absolutely exhausted and it just made me think on the way home, like, I just need to make sure I really plan it right. Like, I think two, like, a park and a swim in the morning for him. Like, depending on what time he wakes up, but for a quarter to six wake up, he just couldn't handle it. He was just absolutely done in. So, it's made me think today, like, tomorrow, for example, I'm, so I'm recording this on Saturday nights. So it will be, um, in fact, no, I'm going to, I'm going to release it tonight. So, you'll listen to it tonight. Anyway, tomorrow's going to be Sunday. And Adrian's actually working, doing like his forest school stuff. So I'm just thinking in my head, like what I'm going to do. And initially I was going to go swimming. I was going to take the kids down to the forest school with Adrian. And in my head, I'm a bit like, don't do it to yourself, Elle. <laughs> don't do it. Go swimming Monday, tomorrow, maybe just walk to the, the, the forest school because it's not far. Get your exercise in, go there for a little bit with them, come back and then he can have a sleep. And I think I just need to be a little bit more aware of what I'm trying to fit in. Because also I feel like when the kids have these meltdowns, it's actually quite like emotionally and mentally draining for you. Like I know that if he, like after he, after swimming, I was like, I just need to go home and have a cup of tea. It's <laughs> like, I just need to sit down almost in like a dark room and be on my own for a minute. And I had in my head, that's what I was going to do. Like, I was going to go home, put them both in bed. I was going to sit down with a cup of tea, like, do a bit of my work, because I find my business very therapeutic. Do a bit of that and just chill out. And I honestly felt better for it. Whereas had I gone on to do something else straight after, it would have been, like, all a bit much. So, I, yeah, I've just been thinking today, right, you know, it's something I need to be aware of, be a bit more mindful of, and just know his personality. Like, you know your child so well. And don't worry if you have a schedule that other people might think is weird, you know, or little things like I used to, because with Cece, she would never sleep. She was a very different child. So I could be out all day with her because she just had up in the car or whatever. Sonny's not like that. He needs his sleep. And I used to find it when people said, oh, I've got to be at home for a couple of hours because they've got to have a sleep. I'd be like, what? <laughs> and I'd find it really bizarre. Whereas now I'm like, I totally get it. I totally relate to it. So I thought I'd just come on and do an episode on that because it was like a big part of our day today, this meltdown. And I just think it for me right now, it's happening all the time. And it's probably his age, he's two and a half. So I feel like we're well and truly into the terrible twos. And you know, when these tantrums are at home, we actually, we're in there um, and then terrace. We are attached to someone. And Adrian always gets really worried about the neighbours. Like, bless them, they must hear all sorts because he just shouts all the time, Sonny. Um, and I'm I'm always a bit like, I don't, I don't really think about that as much. <laughs> which maybe sounds really awful but I'm just so like concentrating on the kids and what they're doing I forget the surroundings so when I'm at home I don't really get as worried about you know them kicking off I'll just we've got the naughty step and you're in your own space whereas when you're out it's very different and it's you have to kind of keep your cool and not lose it and also not like let yourself feel judged because that's where I was for a long time with Sunny I say a long time like you know I think I felt his tantrum been going on for a good few months, but for the first like month, I felt I just felt a little bit like, oh god, what am I doing wrong? Like, why is he doing this? And now I'm like at the point where no, it's not my fault. I, you know, I'm a good mum. I do everything I should do, and he it's just part of his, of his development. These tantrums, it's part of his frustration. I think as well, I tell myself when he's having these tantrums, I'm like, 
he can't help it because I have to remind myself of that because then it makes me feel less cross. Whereas before I kind of think about that, I get, I'm like, oh God, why is he doing this? And it's so easy as a mum, isn't it, to get frustrated with them and to kind of be like, what are you doing? Whereas when you remind yourself, actually, like he's just learning and growing and this is part of his development. And, and I always say to myself, Ellie, this is something he has to go through to, to develop and grow and to understand his emotions. Like it almost makes me feel really sorry for him. And I'm like, oh, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Obviously, sometimes he is just naughty. But it's when he gets in that state where he can't get out of it, I just remind myself, like, he probably has no idea what he's even crying about now. But no, the naughtiness, though, that obviously we have to put, like, a bit of a foot down. Because, like, just tonight, so, for example, um, before we put them in bed, like, he has little meltdowns over the silliest things. Like, in the bathroom, he had Cece's toothbrush. And he they have two different toothbrushes. He knows which is, which is his. And he does it to wind her up. And I said, Sonny, give me that to me, please, so I can give it to Cece. And he's like, no, and throws it on the floor. And I said, Sonny, don't do that. I said, pick it up. What do you say? And he's like, sorry. Like, with a real bit of attitude. And then poor Cece, like, she's so good with him. She'll, like, try and give him, give him his toothbrush back and try and give him a cuddle. And he's like, no. And he's got into the habit of, like, pushing her and kicking her. And when he's naughty like that, I'm like, no, that is naughty. Like, he needs to go on the naughty step. And I feel like you can tell, can't you, a difference almost between when they're actively choosing to be naughty and when they're just in such a meltdown, they just can't stop. Like, they just can't control themselves. And I remember, that's just reminded me, when Cece was probably, like, Sunny's at age, I do remember having these meltdowns, but she would, it would be more, like, less anger and more emotion. And I remember now, she would be like, I can't stop. And I'd be like, it's okay. And I'd go cuddle her, whereas he is just, like, he's not at that point. Like, he gets so cross and so frustrated if you try and intervene, it literally does just make it worse. So if any of you who listen, tune in and listen, if you've tuned in this episode and you're like, oh my God, my two-year-old is just the same. I have this all the time. I hope I've made you feel better. If your child's under two and it's your first, I'm really sorry. This is what you have to come. (laughs) But I'm preparing you for it because, you know, it's always real and raw on this podcast. And if you've got a child that's two and they're nothing like this and they're as good as gold, then do not message me and tell me because I'll be like no don't tell me this no I'm kidding do tell me tell me your secrets but they're all different we love them anyway and just remember what I always tell myself every phase does not last long because now I look at Cece and she's starting school in September she's such a beautiful girl like she's so she's so kind and caring like I'm so proud of the girl she's turned into and I just think do you know what where have these like four and a half years gone because time goes so fast so as hard as these phases are we're not in them for long I'm just gonna make the most of it but thank you for listening if you have enjoyed the episode feel free to tag me on instagram it's mummy my hill in your stories and I'll speak to you in the next one bye guys